TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. A lot of smoke, a lot of wind now here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. As you heard a moment ago, that uh, air quality alert in effect until noon tomorrow. Then it looks like that uh, air quality will improve a little bit. Steve Carney joins us, stevecarneyoutdoors.com. Steve-O, how you been? Oh, it's a little smoky out there, Steve. I tell yeah. you, not only can I see it, I can smell it. It's uh, pretty nasty, but it's, you know, good for fishing. You know, it kind of keeps that uh, light penetration down and, you know, keeps the fish a little more active. So, you know, it's not great for, you know, people, but it's pretty good for fishing, I hate to say yeah, and Steve, let's talk about uh, you've sensed that it's slowed down a little bit. Oh, yeah, it really has. You know, I still have a walleye hangover from Devil's Lake, and that was so good. And then I'm back to reality, and, yeah, it was kind of a tough week. It was um, kind of on and off. I had to switch a lot of lakes and, you know, keep moving around. And a lot of my go-to lakes now are kind of weeded up, and, you know, the water temperature's in the upper 70s, so yeah, it's been a little struggle, but it's typical, you know, end of July. It's always like this. It's not a surprise. Yeah, I mean, would you say it's uh, dog days? Is it fair to call it that? Yeah, yeah, I guess. You know, we're still getting warm temperatures, you know, during the day, and it's pretty warm at night. And, yeah, you can call it dog days. Fish are still being caught, but you have to be very creative and, you know, do different things. It's It's not as easy as it was in June, but... You know, July can be tough, August can be tough, and then it kind of rebounds towards the fall. But um, switching lakes has really been a, a key for me because when I get on there and if I have a tough couple hours, man, I am I trailer and move, and that's kind of saved me this week, just moving between lake and lake, you know, till I find them. So, you know, instead of finding them on one lake like you normally do, you have to trailer and maybe find it on your second or third lake. That's just the way it is. Yeah, Steve, you've talked about that a lot, even during ice fishing season, that over the years you've got to be willing to change your approach, and if it requires, if you're out there to fish, maybe move to another lake, not not a bad strategy, Uh, stay on the move. You know, it's kind of a lot of work. You know, most people put their boat in, and they really don't want to leave, and, you know, the worst thing you can do is sit on a lake for two or three or four hours and nothing's happening, but... Usually I can tell within about two hours, if it's not happening, I move. And, yeah, it's a lot of work, but, you know, you can be proactive that way. You can actually make it happen by moving. And, you know, it's important. And, you know, when I go out in the morning, I have kind of a backup plan. I've got Lake 1, 2, 3, 
and I start at one, and if it's not happening, I move to two and move to three and try to keep those lakes, you know, within the same vicinity, not too far away, so it's not a big trailering issue. And, you know, just have a game plan. It's really about having a game plan. All right, Steve, uh, where where have you been finding fish? Uh, I I would assume early, early is still the key. Oh, definitely. You know, as early as possible, you really want to be out there at 5.30, 5.15 when the sun's coming up and try to get your licks in before it gets really hot. And, you know, even some of these days that aren't super hot, you know, they're still 80, 85, and that's tough in the afternoon. And, you know, usually the wind, you know, comes up in the afternoon. So I try early mornings mainly because it's cooler, the wind isn't a big factor, and really mornings are really kind of the key. And also late at night, but, you know, it depends what your schedule is. <laughs> all, right, all right, Steve, beyond that, uh, bait, what do you recommend here, middle of July, as we head for late July? Well, minnows are done, Steve, which is kind of good because we had a tough time getting yep. minnows this year with the minnow shortage, and it's basically leeches and crawlers right now. And I've been using mostly hair jigs, which is, you know, kind of a thing that's, you know, was started back in the 60s deer hair and synthetics and plastics, which have, you know, worked really well. And, you know, right now we're competing with all kinds of food out there. There's minnows surfacing everywhere. There's blood leeches. There's insects. There's larvae. And there's more food right now at this time of the year than there ever is. So we're trying to, you know, try to come up with something that's a little flashy, a little um, different than what, you know, they're used to just to try to trigger the bite. And when you get out in the mornings, you'll see these minnow pods, you know, surfacing, and, you know, they're everywhere. So there's plenty of food out there. And so we're trying to compete with that, and spinners and bottom bounces have been really good. Um, That's a very proactive bait. It's a little bit more, you know, work because you've got to be very good with your boat control and, you know, watch your depth. And But for the most part, it's pretty much artificials right now, leeches and crawlers for sure. All right, Steve, always good to visit with you. Where are you going to be in the coming week? I, I can hear Devil's Lake calling. Are you headed back? You know, I want to really bad, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I might, but I might not. I just I feel it calling me. You know, I really got spoiled with that, Steve. It's just kind of, you know, 40, 50 walleye morning just kind of uh, yeah. does a job on you. So now I'm back to reality, and it's like, wow, I'd really like to go back. So we'll see. All right, Steve. Good good to visit with you as always. We'll do it again in one week. All right, Steve. I'll take care. All right, there he is, Steve Carney, Steve Carney Outdoors.com joins us Saturdays. By the way, our outdoors coverage continues on Sunday. Rob Drew's sign, Outdoor News, Sundays between five and six. So if you're headed back from the lake, catch Rob. Or if you're headed for the lake, see I I think the strategy Getting out of town on a Sunday and heading north when all those people are headed back to the cities for the work week. And then you you sneak back into town on, say, a Friday or a Saturday. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the way to fly and and avoid the rush on Friday night to get up north. It is 413. We'll have a quick break. Jerry Zagoda is going to join us from the Star Tribune. The Loons are home. They had a big win. They, they've really been riding the roller coaster as of late. Blowout win, blowout loss, blowout win. Uh, tonight, LAFC in town. Smoke is a problem. We'll get the very latest on the club from Jerry Zagoda 
here on News Talk. E3O, WCCO. Sports Saturday, Steve Thompson in. We'll count you down to the Twins later on. Twins and A's as the season resumes following the All-Star break. Twins beat the A's 5-4. Joey Gallo, a two-run shot late. Twins win 5-4. Forgettable start for Ken Tamaeda, but the Twins get it done. Cleveland lost, so the Twins are at 500 and a half game in front of Cleveland in the division. Detroit lurks five back in the division. Twins and A's again tonight. Our lineup card at 5.30, first pitch coming up after 6 o'clock tonight. Much more on that. Uh, right now we're going to talk loons. The loons are in action against LAFC tonight at Allianz Field, 7.30 start. Uh, in spite of the air quality alert, Jerry Zagoda covers the team for the Star Tribune. Jerry, good to visit with you. Good to talk to you, Steve. Is five games back in the Central really lurking? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it was a little tongue-in-cheek. Um, <laughs> they're, they're ten games under five hundred, but only five games out. That's how things have gone in the American League Central this year. But uh, the Twins do get the win last night, and they're back in front. Um, I, I did want to bring something up, and this is SOG-related. Uh, one one of the biggest names in the world in sport, Lionel Messi, has made it official. He is signing with Inter-Miami. It, it became official today and will join Major League Soccer. This, this really, not granted, later in his career, is still a really big deal. Yeah, you know, it's right up there on, on – uh par with you know david beckham way back when yeah. probably even more so because there's so much more infrastructure in the league now better stadiums better players uh you know better jumping off point uh we'll see how many how many years he's got left in him but certainly when when they announced it well they didn't announce it but when it was first reported weeks ago like within 10 minutes i was i started looking at like uh you know, games when Miami played at Chicago, and all of a sudden all the tickets were $300, $600. It didn't take long yeah. for uh, people to start to cash in, and uh, we'll, we'll see what kind of wave the league can, can ride with, with him. Did it, did it say when he's making his debut? Um, it, it didn't. The AP had a story that was posted a couple hours ago. Tim Reynolds from the AP put it on there. Um, it He'll be introduced Sunday night, um, but it could come as early as Friday in a League's Cup match. That'd so, be good timing. Yeah. So it, it, it sounds as though it's going to come quickly. I, I would assume Lionel Mendes, he's ready to go. And then the other thing out of the story from the AP, uh, between 50 and $60 million annually, he's scheduled to play there for two and a half years. And it could be between 125 and 150 million in cash alone. But we all may remember when he turned down a huge offer to play in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I don't and think instead, that one of the things I read his wife didn't want to go, go there. So yeah, yeah, Miami, Saudi Arabia. I don't, you know, and at this point, I doubt Lionel Messi needs more money. So I mean, you know. I, I, I think he's probably in pretty good shape for the rest of his life. But this, this is a big deal for the league, and you talked about this. And, and the fact that, you know, the clubs have to love this because wherever he goes, you're you're right. I mean, you can almost guarantee a sellout because you have a chance to see 
a legend of sport. I mean, his name globally, you could put in the category of, of a Tiger Woods, a Muhammad Ali, you, you name it. This, this is really a big deal for the league. Before any Loons fans, they'll go scrambling to look at their, their calendar. They don't play Miami this year, either yeah, either right. home, home or, or away. Yeah, and, and, and do we know about next year? Will, will Miami be coming to Allianz Field? I guess that'll be the next question. So. Yeah, well, usually it's one or the other, home or away, but then yeah. and, and that's not guaranteed every year. So we'll, so we'll see. Yeah, but it's still certainly a, a good good thing and the you know the the league as it continues to grow uh a, a player near the tail end of his career but I, I would still think he he's got some uh big moments left in him uh for the loons it really has been a roller coaster ride uh here in july 4-1 win over portland at allianz and they get thumped by austin uh then then a 3-0 shutout of houston and now they get LAFC, so it, it very up and down. But but the goals have been coming. Yeah, not often you get games that many games together lopsided like that, yep. you know, and to put put together. And uh, uh, they had their chances. I, I I was off for about a week, but I didn't get to see it. But I, I know they had their chances against Austin. Could have been up one, two, even three goals, and uh, couldn't convert. And then they go to Houston, and that's when they did. You know. The, their new guy, the striker, Pookie, gets a chance, puts it away. That's that's what they needed from him to do. You know, this team has been so many chances, so close, and just can't convert that "quote unquote" final ball. And maybe now with uh, with Pookie, and then uh, you've got uh, the other uh, the other guy who uh, Adrian Heath simply calls Izzy, uh, who's got to go and assist here and in, uh, in, in two games. So we'll, we'll see what kind of impact they make and uh, what kind of chemistry they build with uh, Manuel Reynoso. Yeah, and you you did a piece in the Star Tribune about this newcomer off to a quick start, uh, Ismael Tajuri Sharadi, uh, playing playing very well in limited action for the club. Yeah, he's a guy who played his hundredth MLS game. Played four years with uh, uh, New York City FC, and I didn't realize, but he had a couple goals and was instrumental in the first game ever played at uh, at Allianz Field when they played uh, NYC FC and. Uh, I I didn't think to go back and look at the box score, but he played a, a major role in that game and uh, um, has also played with uh, with uh, LAFC for a season, although it was kind of injury-riddled, but he gets a chance to play against his uh, former team tonight. Uh, Jerry's go to joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Covers the Loons for the Star Tribune. They have LAFC tonight at 730 Another story regarding the Loons. This this was a big blow. Robin Ludd went down with an injury. He will not play again in 2023 for the club. Yeah, they were hoping when it when it happened in May, they said four to six months, and you know four months was going to get you to September, October, and then you know the, the playoffs are going to stretch on for quite a while. But uh, yesterday, um, Adrian Heath said he he's not planning on him until. Till next season, so that's that's uh, too bad. You know, maybe maybe things change in his rehab, but uh, um, it, it sure doesn't sound like they're going to see him until uh, probably training next year. Yeah, and they're they're still below that uh, playoff line, and the the Loons trying to at least ensure a spot in the postseason. That they're on quite a roll when it comes to that, but uh, 
generally their play at home has left a lot to be desired. If you want to point to anything, it's the fact that they have just struggled for the most part at Allianz Field. Yeah, I mean, that's the unusual thing. You know, usually you make your, yeah. your hay at home, and that's where, where teams get the majority of their points. And, well, they have five or six road wins, which is uh, weird and has got to be close to a record, but they haven't, they haven't delivered at home. And uh, you can't keep trying to, you know, uh, rely on having to win on the road to, to, to keep you up at the standings, you know. But if you win, you know, this is a league where you win, and a conference where if you win a couple games in a row, all of a sudden that uh, playoff line is, you know, underneath you. You can go from 11th, 12th place to 6th, 7th in a hurry. And, Jerry, obviously fitness for these players is a huge deal. With, with the air quality alert in effect, I mean, is there any expectation this could impact play tonight, or is it just full steam ahead? Well, the, the, uh, I don't know how this compares to a couple of weeks ago when it was the same situation, and yeah. they, they um, didn't, it didn't seem to concern, concern them too much. I didn't get the sense that they were close at all to, 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 to calling the game, but um, – We'll see. We'll see. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, it's hard to give them a hydration break and make it help because it's, you know, that stuff just sitting there lingering in the air. But we'll we'll see what happens when the kickoff comes seven thirty tonight. Now, Jerry, I, I would assume you're still on the golf beat. The three M Open coming later this month. Scottish Open now. Rory McIlroy leading by one, and then of course the British Open next week, and then all those players. Uh, that, that are planning to play and are across upon right now, uh, get back. Do, do we have any sense what the field looks like for this event? Um, and, and are they getting any more commits? The thought is, is with this new structure in the FedEx Cup playoffs, they might get a couple more big names that are on the bubble and need the FedEx Cup points. Yeah, because the numbers have gone down from being, what, 125 to yep. 75? Or, or yeah, 70. There, so. top, top 70, that's it. Yeah. So you're good because, I mean, you did, you know, the last couple of years you got all kinds of guys who were, they probably would have played anyways, but, uh, you know, who were 65, 71, and all over, and you, you'll probably get that. But right now it's, you know, defending champs of which, um, you know, Tony Finau, the defending one, is, is uh, most, uh, is, is the best for them. You know, you've also got Michael Thompson and Cham, uh, Cam Champ and, Somebody else, I think I'm forgetting, but then yeah, then, Gary, then, I think Gary Woodland's coming in for sure. They they have that. And... Yeah, you've got some, you know, uh, you've got some major championships winner Gary, Gary Woodland. You got uh, Hideki Matsuyama signed yeah. on, uh, big hitter Billy Horschel uh, committed. Um, but uh, you know they're they're in that t- a tough spot until we figure out exactly what the schedules are going to look like and uh, how this whole merger or whatever you want to call it c- comes to be. Yeah, if it does, Justin Thomas is the name that keeps getting brought up. He did make the cut at the Scottish Open, but he is on. He he's projected to be at seventy-two going into the Open next week. Now Thomas certainly has a game where he could, you know, win the British Open, hoist the Claret Jug, and be safely in the the FedEx Cup playoffs. But um, if, if he has a mediocre week, makes the cut at the British Open, but doesn't do a ton there. You know, he'd be squarely on the bubble. And, of course, there there's two events to go, the 3M Open, and then they they play out east at, at Sedgefield Country Club. I can't remember the name of the event. And then that's so, it. Is so that got, the Wyndham? 
Yeah, the Wyndham at, yep. at Sedgefield. And they, they play in the Wyndham, and that's it. So there's two shots. So the, the thought is you, you could get a guy like Justin Thomas coming to the TPC of the Twin Cities, so we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I don't think he's been here yet, has he? You know, I no, know it, they, it, they've man, tried to get him a couple times. Yeah, and then there, there's guys like I, I would think Tom Hoagie's going to come in, um, Hoagie from Fargo. I, I guess I haven't confirmed that. And you would think Troy Merritt is another guy who's right now outside of the top 125 uh, at the moment and is going to need FedEx Cup points the way it looks in the fall finish to hang on to his card for next year. So th- there's a lot in play for the, the 3M Open coming up end of the month. Jerry, yeah, always good to visit. I know they're planning on having Hoagie come for that for sure. So and probably um, as uh, as well. So, okay. Yeah, and a, and a guy that I, I you know, it's been a great story this year is Ricky Fowler won in Detroit and sewed up his card. I mean, he's to the point now where, you know, he's, he's in the top ten in the FedEx Cup. So Ricky's really bounced back. You know, getting a guy like Ricky Fowler to come in here would be gigantic. But you know, yeah, they got him. They got him last year because he was fighting for one of those right? last spots. So, yeah, and and Ricky's game has just continued to take off and was in contention at the U.S. Open out at L.A. Country Club, and then of course won it in Detroit in that playoff. And you know, now now he's set. But it, it sure would be fun if they they get a couple of guys like that in here because it is a fun event end of the month. Out at the TPC. Well, Jerry, good to visit with you. Okay, thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling. All right, there he is, Jerry Zagoto from the Star Tribune. Covers the loons, covers golf. Uh, he will be at Allianz tonight for that match with LAFC 7.30. And once again, that air quality alert. We'll dig into that air quality alert in more detail in a moment. And I've been keeping an eye on the EPA site and... Um, I, I think this is going to be my new obsession when we get air quality is just kind of check the air quality monitors around the metro area. Um, this, this this is actually really interesting. Um, still, by far and away, the worst air quality in the metro area that I'm seeing right now, this interactive map of air quality, east metro, south metro, Apple Valley, Lakeville, um, out toward Shakopee, uh, readings, the 171 is the highest I see on the board. That is at Apple Valley at the moment. Also some poor air quality in the northern suburbs as well. 143 at St. Michael, 110 in Blaine. So there you go. We'll, we'll have the weather in a moment. Here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Marquetta Vondrasova made history at Wimbledon today. Uh, the first unseated female champion. So from unseated to Wimbledon champ at the All-England Club. That, that's pretty impressive. She was unable to play a year ago. She had a cast on a surgically repaired left wrist. Uh, this story from the AP. She was limited to sightseeing around London and was cheering for a friend who was competing at Wimbledon. Uh, she won it all, beating Anz Jabur in the final 6-4-6-4. And she is from the Czech Republic, so congrats. Unseated women's champion. And now maybe the greatest of all time will play for the men's title tomorrow. Novak Djokovic against Carlos Alcaraz in the men's final tomorrow morning. And uh, Djokovic, um, pretty impressive. It, it, and what what he's he's done. Of course, there, there was the incident during COVID, unvaccinated, bounced from Australia, wouldn't able, wasn't able to play in the Australian Open. But you look at his body of work, wow. It is, it is really impressive. Would would you would you say he's the best of all time? I mean, there's a lot of names you could throw out there. Yeah, I mean, just just current in the in the current era with with Nadal, and then of course Federer who stepped away. What about, and there, what about the, Andy Roddick and some of those? Well, guys? yeah, but but I don't think you know Roddick's ever been at the level. True, with true. Federer and Nadal and Djokovic. I, I think we're going to look back as this being, you know, a golden era. Because, you know, there was McEnroe and Borg and Connors and Becker and some of those once upon a time that, that I remember. But I, I just think before he's done, you know, especially if Djokovic wins another tomorrow and comes to the U.S. Open with a chance to add another slam to his resume. I, and certainly in the men's game, you, you get a Serena Williams, greatest of all time, uh, women's player, some would argue the greatest tennis player, period, of all time. But, you know, when you, you look at Djokovic and his body of work, it's it's hard to argue, especially if he cashes in another one. And and it doesn't look like he's slowing down. It doesn't look like he can say, well, he's kind of limping toward maybe one more. I, I, I don't get that sense. No. I, I, I think he's got more majors in him. He's keeping himself conditioned for his age, and that's one thing that I've noticed. Yeah. That's one thing that sets him apart from everybody else is the older he gets, the more agile and, and just faster he's getting. It, it, it's almost it's almost not fair. It, it's kind of it's it's impressive to watch. Yeah, and he's thirty six. So so you're right. As as tennis players go, that 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 certainly 
getting up there. And he's looking for his 24th Grand Slam. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if he wins tomorrow morning in London. And he comes to New York and, and wins number 26. And I, I, I just think, you know, there, there's, there's no question, uh, if not the greatest, uh, certainly making that argument right now. So um, big stuff going on in tennis with, with Wimbledon. The only thing that bums me out about the U.S. Open in reality, and I'd love to go to the U.S. Open at some point in New York, is that, you know, it, it falls right at the end of summer. That, you know, the U.S. Open starts in New York, kind of corresponds roughly with the state fair then. Well, that's it. Reality's really going to start setting in. There's one other sporting event that I did want to bring up that <laughs> always happens at this time of year. And that's that big celebrity golf tournament out in Lake Tahoe. Um, and this this is like Steph Curry. I think he made a hole in one, was it yesterday, in this event. Um, and it, it, it's kind of fun. Uh, maybe you watch the Today Show in the morning. Dylan Dreyer will fill in doing the weather for Al Roker. Uh, for instance, she's playing in it. But, you know... A lot of jocks in this celebrity, uh, some TV personalities, etc. Uh, but, you know, Steph Curry is certainly uh, one of the big names. It looks like Steph Curry can play a little bit. Patrick Mahomes was in this tournament. Um, speaking of Patrick Mahomes, there's one other thing I wanted to bring up, Josh, before we start to get you ready for the Twins and the A's and count you down to our pregame lineup card at 5.30 today, is that thing that NBC Sports put out on social media. And it was a graph of all the current quarterbacks in the NFL and all the attributes that these quarterbacks had. And it basically was build the perfect quarterback. And I'm thinking to myself, no, I think I would just take Patrick Mahomes and go from there. Yeah. I, I think that works for me. And there's a lot of other great quarterbacks. Josh Allen, um, the, the list goes on and on. Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Um, there, there are a lot of quality quarterbacks in that. And Kirk Cousins made the list. But I, I think I would just settle for Patrick Mahomes. You know, I, I don't need to build the perfect quarterback. I think Patrick Mahomes is about as close as we can get right now. So I, it was a preposterous thing, I thought, as, as people are gearing up for the start of training camps, et cetera. I, I'm fine with Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that works. I, I'm definitely in the camp of, uh, I guess I'll always be in the camp that Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, and I'm totally fine with Patrick Mahomes one day surpassing that uh, because one day he'll he'll probably surpass or meet uh, he'll Tom have Brady's a shot. stat, yeah. Like stat-wise, Tom Brady still is far superior than Mahomes is. But like you said, if you were to ask the question, "Hey, how would you build the ideal quarterback or the perfect quarterback?" There's nothing Patrick Mahomes cannot do on the field. In this newest Netflix documentary, the few episodes that I have watched of it, pretty much encapsulate everything that's really, really good about Patrick Mahomes when it comes to football. And there's just nothing. There's nothing you can do uh, to stop this guy uh, because I am, if it's not Patrick Mahomes in the AFC, I'm definitely in the Josh Allen camp. I love Josh Allen, and I hope that he gets past that threshold that 
is the Kansas City Chiefs eventually, but yeah. right now there's nobody that's going to beat the Chiefs, and that's because of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and what what I like about this, and as we get ready for training camp, and Mahomes is on a lot because they're in a lot of prime time games, Sunday night football, the the late window, if you will, the three twenty five game, and, and rightfully so. So you you get to see Kansas City on television a lot. They're one of the top clubs in the NFL year in and year out in this run. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, uh, Travis Kelsey, you know, absolutely tremendous. Um, but I, I w- will say what I like is the creativity of his game. Hard to argue with what Brady did and with in New England and then late in his career with Tampa Bay. goes without saying all the championships. Um, one of the top five greatest football players of all time. But... I enjoy and am entertained by Patrick Mahomes and the creativity and how he plays the game and how he can throw sidearm and, you know, almost a sandlot feel to his game is is really enjoyable. And I happened to see him hit a shot uh, earlier in this uh, celebrity uh, tournament out at Lake Tahoe. And by the way, the weather looks really nice in Tahoe for this tournament. 448, 12 minutes now in front of five. We'll come back, recap a Twins win coming out of the break. They beat the A's. More importantly, the Guardians lost. Twins are now in front again in the American League Central Division, playing 500 ball again. Uh, Twins and A's from Oakland tonight. Once again, the highlights. And then uh, we look forward to visiting with uh, a great guest, and he covers the Twins for the Athletic, Dan Hayes. Will join us following the news and weather, and then the lineup card at 5.30. Here on News Talk, E3O, WCCO. All the news, all the weather at 5. Dan Hayes from The Athletic. We'll talk Twins, we'll talk MLB, and then the lineup card at 5.30. Twins and A's. Twins getting a little good news right now. Uh, the Rangers beating the Guardians 2-0 in Texas through 6 2-0. Uh, Cleveland trailing Minnesota at the moment by a half game. If they get beat, it would be a full game going into the game this evening between the Twins and the A's. Actually, this evening, our time this afternoon in Oakland. Twins won game one, 5-4 last night. Twins took a 2-0 lead. Oakland came back, grabbed a 3-2 lead. Twins tied it up in the fourth inning last night. Eddie Julian. And the pitch in the left field fairly well. Rooker back out, gets turned around. Rooker, a terrible outfielder, and that ball is going to get over his head. One in. The Twins are going to tie it up with an opposite field double by Eddie Julian. Wow, Danny Gladden beating up on Brent <laughs> Rooker. I was going to say that was something. Wow. Yeah, Rooker was an all-star, just a <laughs> terrible outfielder. Well, Danny played outfield at a very high level. Twins Hall of Famer, he would know. But, man, he ripped them there. Wow. Uh, Yeah, Joey Gallo, though, uh, he he took care of business late in the ballgame, top of the ninth, big fly. Gallo awaits, and he hits this ball high in the air, deep into the right field corner. Stay fair. It's fair. It's gone. It's a two-run shot for Joey Gallo. It's a 5-3 Minnesota Twins lead. 
Yeah, Twins go on to win it 5-4. to four. Pitching uneven. A lot of pitchers for both teams work in the ballgame. Twins send six out there. Maeda started, uh, didn't get a decision. Three innings, four hits, three runs, all of those earned. Four walks, six strikeouts. Bullpen takes over. Johan Duran uh, struggled again in the ninth, still gets a save, number 13 on the year. Twins beat the A's 5-4, and I was going to check the time of game last night. Three hours, 28 minutes for a nine-inning ball game. It was a long and, one. Yeah, you were in the middle of that, weren't you, Josh? Yeah, it was a long night. I, I was kind of – I just – I didn't know why – or what was causing just the game to just be stretched out so much? A lot of pitchers. You, you, yeah, yeah, and you know, you know, it's bad when the the, the play by play folks are also pointing out uh, this is taking forever. <laughs> yeah, the Twins used six, A's used seven pitchers yeah. in the game last night. By the way, Joey Gallo turned out to be the hero, taking a lot of lumps this season for the low batting average, a lot of strikeouts. Hit the two-run homer, turned out to be the game winner, and then talked post-game about the home run. Yeah, I mean, he's new to the league. I mean, I didn't even see the first pitch. I was like, I'm in trouble here. I'm just going to swing and see what happens, and somehow I ended up hitting the ball, and uh, <laughs> it went went over the fence. And you haven't hit in four days, and they uh, guys throwing 102. It was uh, pretty much a blur up there. I just I got a little lucky. Yeah, I, and I, I I love. I love the honesty out of Joey Gallo. I mean, yeah, I, I took a hack, and it, it caught the bat, and out it went. So the Twins get the W. They'll certainly take it. And uh, the manager talked about Joey Gallo. We can't be, you know, sometimes the staff can get ejected. We can't have too many players getting ejected, even if the calls are not what they uh, agree with. But he did a good job of, of keeping it together and then and then going up there and being prepared to hit. 100 mile an hour fastball. He he smoked it. He he, he got it and uh, caught it right where he wanted to catch it. And um, that's that's a really nice that's that's a nice way to punctuate the beginning of the second half for Joey and, and for the team. Yeah, and what what Rocco talked about there was in an earlier at bat there was a questionable ball strike call, and uh, the pitching coach David Popkins jumped in. Uh, kept Joey Gallo in the game. He got ejected, and then uh, Gallo was around to hit the two-run shot, and it turned into a 5-4 Twins win. Once again, uh, Cleveland in a little bit of hot water, down 2-0 in Texas. Now top of seven in Arlington. Uh, We'll come back. Dan Hayes follows the news and weather from the Athletic. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.